Hi guys, welcome back to the Adore You podcast. Um, I first want to say I apologize if you hear the wind. I'm in my car. I've I have this weird thing of doing everything in my car. So I'm literally just parked in front of my house in my car. I do my homework in my car. I journal in my car. I obviously record this podcast in my car i don't know why it's just like maybe a comfort thing honestly i have no idea but it's really windy outside so if you can hear the wind i apologize anyways um let's get started so today i'm well every day too but i'm grateful for my brothers actually i'm grateful for them every single day i'm grateful to god for putting them in my life but recently i just like have been super appreciative of them i guess So one of my brothers, I just love like our conversations. You know, when you can have an intellectual conversation with someone, that's who I can have an intellectual conversation with. He reads a lot. So we we bond over books and reading. I'm also grateful for my other brother. He was home for college over winter break and he was my gym buddy. There has been like, there's a certain reason why I feel awkward and uncomfortable going to this gym but with him by my side being back to this this gym that I like previously used to go to but then I stopped and now I'm going back to it it was like a good way to transition back into it with him by my side now he's gone but I can go feeling way more comfortable than I would if he wasn't there you know so he was just like my comfort person and we would go on walks and just talk him and then i'm also just grateful for like my health and for life itself there's such like a small percentage that you are alive you know there's so many people that have gone before you and just like just everything is crazy to me and there's been a lot of loss recently um with people passing away suddenly or people getting really sick Like, I had someone in my family that got really sick and was in the hospital for a long time. It was a very scary situation. That person is home now, so thank the Lord. Yeah, anyways, hi has been that I had noticed, like, so when my brother first came home, I noticed he was wearing a necklace with this big thing in the middle, and I was like, what is that from afar, you know? And I asked him, I was like, hey, it's on your necklace, and I was walking closer and closer to him. He's like, it's Jesus, and I was like, what? And so I looked, and this is because my brothers have never, like, consistently gone to church. They've always been like, oh, we want to, like, stay home and sleep and all this stuff, and I don't know, it's just a a different feeling when when you see the lord working in your family's lives especially after you've been praying for them and for so long like literally so long and then i noticed like out of nowhere i went on his instagram actually today and i saw like he had a a cross in his bio because my family wasn't the type to like go to church every sunday together we would for a time period but then like we would stop or just very inconsistent um it was mostly just me and my mom and my little sister going to church my mom didn't force us to go to church growing up because she had church hurt so she understood and i think she just wanted us to go on the path that we wanted to because when she grew up it, it was a different story for her so yeah that has was a high and then a low was that family member being really sick but things are looking up and um things are way better now regarding that situation but also a negative thing has been like me there's a certain thing from my past i've been that has been coming up a lot lately but i was listening to this podcast the end my let podcast and he made an analogy of a car. Your rearview mirror is so small for a reason. 
you know, you look back, but your rear view mirror is small because it's not relevant. The inside of your car is way bigger than the rear view mirror, than the windshield, because you're sup- you need to focus on what you're doing now in the present. And your windshield is bigger than your rear view mirror because that's like a symbol of your future. You look on your windshield a lot, right? It's not what you're settled into. So you shouldn't only be looking your windshield but like focus on on the present on the inside um and work on that in order to get to where you want to be in order to get to what you're seeing in the windshield so that has been really helping me um just the fact that like your past is is to learn from it's not to live in because if you're living in the past and you're just going to be a prisoner of your past and you're going to look back on your life and regret the things you didn't do or the time that you wasted also when I think about it and I think about the situation this is so small compared to all the things that I've been through already so I know that I can get through it it's just time heals I just need to get through the season and just pray on it and pray to the Lord like please take this like hurt away you know that has resurfaced heal my heart and mend my heart give me a forgiving heart and a heart that can look at my past experiences and look at the people in my past and just love on them and appreciate our memories and cherish those memories but also like leave them where they're supposed to be which is behind me so I want to have that confidence in God when it comes to this certain situation the fact that I'm even like doubting is showing my lack of faith in the Lord and I don't like that that is like a really bad feeling to have so just I know that prayer is going to help and talking to God about it and just trusting and just surrendering surrendering this to him. Happy New Year's. It's 2024. My word for 2023 was identity, but my word, I actually have two words for 2024 and I had to think a lot about it. They kind of are like this similar. So it's alignment and it's also action. So I want everything in my life to be aligned with who I want to be, what my morals are, what my beliefs are, my what my goals are, and I just want everything to be in alignment with what I want my life to look like, you know? So when certain things come up, I want to be reminded of that word to be able to help guide my decisions. And action, because no one else is in control of my life, well, other than God, obviously, but for the things that I can control, I'm the only one that can take action on it and act upon it. So if I want something to happen in my life, I'm the one that has to, you know, do something about it. I can't just be thinking about it or I can't just like talk about it without walking the walk. I really encourage you to think of a word that you want, um, like the theme of 2024 to to be and maybe write it somewhere where you can see it. Like I bought a little canvas thing for my room on Etsy so that I can be reminded of it every day and just like focus on that because feelings are obviously going to get in the way your emotions are going to get in the way but I don't want that to keep me from creating the life that I want still talking about 2024 um this episode is going to be about the ins and outs for 2024 We're going to start off with the outs because I want to end with the ins because they're more positive. Something that I noted for outs, 
absolutely not for 2024 is procrastination. Procrastination, if you genuinely think about the reason for procrastination, at least for me, and I think a lot of people can also relate to this, is it's rooted in fear. Fear of the outcome, fear of if you're doubting yourself, maybe self-sabotage, fear of what other people are going to think. I want to get removed procrastination because it's, oh, it causes like a big weight on your shoulders. It's just such a burden. I don't know. I feel like when I'm procrastinating on something, it fills my mind for the entire day. It can be days, weeks, whatever. Something that one of my high school teachers said was just do the next thing. And I will never forget this. This has gotten me through days of being sad. Like, this has gotten me through my worst of times. Like, just do the next thing. If you don't, you know, when you're sad, so sad that you can't even brush your teeth or you don't even want to brush your hair, like, I get up and I just think about that. Just do the next thing. What's the next thing? Okay, go to the bathroom and brush my teeth. Okay, what's the next thing? I'm brush my hair. Put on clothes or change clothes. <laughs> change my set of clothes. Put on your shoes. Walk out the door. Grab your, you know, like, start your car. Just do the next thing. You don't need to see the whole staircase. Like, just take the next step. It, that just helps so much. Also, I saw this quote of, like, it said something along the lines of, let the fear of the unknown be greater than the doing. So I don't want to get to, let's say, 60-year-old Allie and look back and be like, wow, I was so scared of what the possible outcome could have been that I didn't act upon it. I'd rather act upon it and learn from the experience than regret not doing it, you know? So no matter what you're going to learn, you're going to grow from whatever the outcome is, whether good, bad, but truthfully if you want something to happen you're going to be persistent in trying trying again trying again and just change your ways based on what you learn until you get to that point so dreams don't work unless you do what i think about that is kind of not like haunting but it can it can be negative and positive i see it more positive than negative but this also may be just me being like more critical of myself which is a good thing, right? Because it helps me get to my goals. But what I think, anyways, what I think about is while I'm sleeping, someone else is working, right? Someone else is working to give, make their dreams come true. So I'd rather be the person getting up at four in the morning to make my dreams come true, to make the time right, because I work and like I have other things to do. But I'd rather be that person sacrificing my sleep to make my dreams come true instead of being the person sleeping. I've been waking up really early and um, starting my day before work. On the days that I work at 6.30, I wake up at 3.20. And I'm probably out of like getting dressed by like 3.30. I go to the gym and then spend time with Jesus and you know, all that, all that jazz before work. I'm trying to build that self-esteem and like that confidence in myself by doing the things that I say I'm going to, by doing the things that I tell myself that I'm gonna do, right? The difference between who you are and who you want to be is what you do now because eventually those things are going to make you be the person that you want to be. So when you're procrastinating, think about the price that you're paying. Think about whether or not that price, whether or not it's worth procrastinating. Michael Bostick and Lauren Bostick say on their podcast is like start now and adjust later because you're never going to know 100% everything that you need to know or you're never going to have everything that you need to have to do certain things, you know? You just need you in order to start. The second thing out for 2024 is caring about what other people think. Why do you feel the need to have to prove yourself? I know this is easier said than done coming from a 
former people pleaser. I don't even know if I should say formal, put that title on myself because I like this is something that I battle with on a daily basis and I have to constantly remind myself to be authentic to who I am and that the Lord made me the way he made me for a certain reason you know you're not gonna be everyone's cup of tea and that's okay that is okay but don't dim your light in order to make other people comfortable your opinion is the only one that matters on what you're doing on your actions obviously do everything that pleases the lord but other than the lord people do not have the same prescription of glasses that you have so this is an analogy of everyone has a different prescription but if you try on someone else's glasses you're not going to be able to see clearly because glasses were not made for you right so they're not seeing what you see that's something that i constantly remind myself of is like why does this person think that this why is this person like doubting my choice or my or this circumstance or it's because i see something different than they see and they they will never understand because they're they're not in my shoes they're they don't have the same prescription that i have number three is living in the past it keeps you a prisoner of your past accept what happened and move on easier said than done but it's better to become a better person than to be a bitter person your decision past decisions or past experiences they don't define you you create your own reality don't give someone else that power over you number four is holding on to the things that you can't control there's a lot of things i cannot control but i am such a person that wants to have control of everything so it's so hard for me to surrender things eventually in the end like I have learned from experience that when I try to hold on to things, I am hurt in the end. If I try to control someone else's actions, someone else's mindset, it just bites me in the butt because I can't, like, I'm not that person. I don't have that power over them. You end up, like, losing yourself. Instead, I am doing my best like everything i'm saying i'm working on myself so if i'm holding on to something that's that thing is taking up space i am trying to let go and let god replace it with what he has for me when i think about holding on to things versus letting them go i think about that picture on that goes viral on social media of the little girl with a teddy bear i don't know if it's a girl or a boy but i think it's a girl with the teddy bear and then um jesus is in front of her and has a big teddy bear behind his back but she's so like hesitant to give up her teddy bear but little does she know like jesus has this big teddy bear for her that she probably never even dreamed of right so i think having that trust being okay with the lord taking control of things the song jesus take the wheel like god take the wheel of my life because I am going to go nuts if I try to control everything myself and I'm just going to lose myself in the process of it. I don't know. It's just like a daily action and choice and decision that you have to make to forgive, to let go of things. That's going to like blind you and keep you from seeing clearly. Number five is mindless scrolling and distracting myself with things that don't serve me. It's okay to rest and watch a movie sometimes to unwind, but... When you're doing certain things to distract yourself because you're procrastinating or, or because you're trying to not think about certain things, not being in your own head, that's when it becomes a problem. From experience, again, I've learned that like when you're mindlessly scrolling, it can hurt your mental health, it can keep you from being productive, it can cause you to compare yourself to other people. Okay, switching gears for 2024 ends number one is morning time with jesus i want to get in and i have been trying to 
spend time with Jesus before I start scrolling on my phone or like I'll get on my phone to put on worship instrumentals or something because like I said before I um spend time with Jesus in my car so like I'll put instrumentals on my car and then read the word and pray it starts my day off on a good note and just praying over my day makes me feel so much better Number two is reading. Knowledge is wealth. I love reading self-help books like The Power of One More by Ed Milet, The Creative Act, A Way of Being by Rick Rubin. Right now I'm reading, uh, it's one about like self-love. I forgot what it's called, like the full um, title, but I love those kind of books, Atomic Habits. However, one of my customers who I adore she made a good point of, like, she reads non-fiction books to get out of reality, and she says that she struggles with depression and anxiety, and it helps her a lot. For for Christmas, she got me a non-fiction book, and I started reading, and it's really good. I've never been the type to be able to sit and read a non-fiction book, because in my head, I'm like, I could be doing something productive, which, that is productive, but me being hypercritical of myself, I'm just like, I could be doing something else, you know? When she put put it into perspective, like, it helps her with her mental health, that's when I'm like, whoa, this could benefit me. Taking a step out of my own reality and entering, like, this world of of fiction and fantasy that might be really beneficial for me so I'm challenging myself to read nonfiction too I mean I have like the physical books and I also have um like audible books or a kindle I got a kindle for Christmas so I'll be using that too I don't care what it's on as long as it's reading or like a book you know getting some knowledge in my brain the nonfiction I want all of those to be physical books but the like the self-help books I like taking notes on my phone so sometimes it's convenient for it to be audible or like on a kindle number three is setting goals and making an execution plan so I always have goals but I want to physically pen to paper write an execution plan of the steps that I need to take in order to get to these goals and also putting them in my planner Number four is exercising for my mental health. A minimum of 20 minutes before work in the morning because I read in the 5 a.m. club that that is like genuinely all you need for the benefits. Raise your heart rate. There'll be You'll have less stress, less anxiety. You'll be in a better mood. You'll f- have a feeling of accomplishment, which is so good for the start of your day so that you're not like in this negative mindset. So it sets your mindset on a good note. It releases endorphins, which is known as a natural painkiller. And I just love, this sounds weird, but I like love sweating. I feel like it's that feeling of accomplishment that is connected to it. But number five is being a better daughter, sister, and friend. I want to be intentional with the time that I have with my siblings, especially like we're getting older. So my brother's in college now, my little brother, my other brother is like starting his career or going on that path and my older brother I don't spend time with him either so whenever I do have time with them I want to be intentional and make plan like make plans with them and also with my sister and my mom with my friends speaking about friends and just like people in general I think for 2024 I really want to focus on pouring into those that challenge me make me a better person that align with my faith and not not like only my faith obviously because I have non-believer friends too but 
just like help me grow so whether that be my mindset my faith for example my best friend we don't have the same goals regarding career or like work things if that makes sense or like i can't how do i put this into words for example like when i first started hanging out with her consistently we would talk about what we wanted our future to look like and all this stuff and i was the one that was always like oh my gosh i want to do this 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 right be this at um be for example like be a nurse practitioner be own this business or do this 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 right I was that girl and she wanted to or she wants to go to college for to be in the dental field but she her main thing she's like I would be okay if I was like a stay-at-home mom and you know raise my kids and spend time with my kids and do family things and worship the Lord in that way right and in my head I'm just like I, I didn't have that mindset. I didn't grow up like that. She grew up, her mom was a stay-at-home mom while her dad worked and, like, provided for their family and supported their family. But being a stay-at-home mom alone is a huge job on its own. I have so much respect for stay-at-home moms, for just moms in general, working moms. But I didn't grow up like that. I grew up, in, like, my mom worked, had a full-time job. We went to school. We had, um, we went to, like, childcare growing up because my mom had to provide for us and support us so that's what I knew I didn't even know that moms would stay home until I probably was like in middle school or high school when I would go to a friend's house and and their moms didn't have a job I mean not they're you know being a mom is a job but they didn't have a job outside of the home so I didn't even know that was a thing until I grew up like got older but that's just the difference between us however she challenges me and makes me grow in my faith. You know, she's so honest with me. She makes me talk about my feelings. Um, she makes me talk about things that are happening in this head of mine. Because I am not a communicator. And that has already, you know, affected some of my relationships. Because I am, like, I suffer in silence, if that makes sense. So she pokes, but... And it can be frustrating, right? It can be like, dude, I don't want to talk about this, all this stuff. But she pokes and pokes and pokes because she knows that I I need that. And I appreciate her and love her so much for doing that because that has made me grow and challenge me. And I know that when I get into, when I have other friendships or like a relationship with someone, like my future husband, she has said, she's like, you're going to need to talk to your future husband in order to make things work. I don't know. It just makes me appreciate her. And going back to the moral of the story. Find people that make you a better person and help you grow. Why am I about to get emotional about this? I just love her so much and I just appreciate her so much and she deserves the world. She helps me with my personal things and I hope that I help her and she just really helps me hold on to faith. Yeah, she reminds me of who the Lord says that I am and have those kind of people by your side. Don't have people that make you insecure, that lower your self-esteem, that doubt you. Because there are people that are malicious in this world and not everyone's going to have the same heart posture that you do. It's okay to be picky with that kind of stuff. And it's okay to be picky with your time. It's okay to be picky with your energy, with who you pour into. You have to fill your cup in order to um, pour into other people. There goes a car, two cars. Number six is affirmations. So this is like you working on your own self-esteem because your self-esteem and confidence should be on about like should be based on your beliefs about yourself and not the validation of others 
So one like little way that I'm working on this other than doing the things that I say that I'm going to do is affirmations. So in the morning, like in my journal or listening to a little recording on Spotify of affirmations, I've noticed that have helped because when you repeat this over and over and over again, you're instilling it into your subconscious mind. So then eventually you're going to genuinely believe it. If you would doubt it, like it's kind of it's weird at first to do this, right? It's weird at first, honestly. Like, I I feel weird doing this. But I know that it's going to help in the long run. And I've listened to podcasts and there's been studies about it. If you repeat this to yourself, you're going to naturally gain self-confidence. But you have to put in the work in order to to increase your self-esteem. It's like working out. You can't expect to go to the gym one day and then the next day be um, fit and shredded. So it's a thing that you have to work on and build. Some affirmations are, I am the light of the world, which is in Matthew 5, 14. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and self-control. God has great plans for my life. I am loved by God. I have a strong heart and a kind soul. I am creative and inspiring. I am in control of my feelings, destiny, and actions. I have everything I need. I believe in myself. I am enough. So writing these in my journal and just journaling in general, I've hel- I've noticed this past like week that I've helped a lot because I've uh, two weeks maybe one and a half. Um, I wanted to be intentional with writing in my journal for this new year. I tend to distract myself with podcasts, music, all this stuff when I'm starting to feel like negative emotions. So instead, I want to just release it on paper, and it does feel really good. I listen to a podcast and it's like there's studies and evidence of journaling, like when you're journaling about your feelings and stuff, of a better immune immune system health, like better physical, mental health. There's just so much benefits to it. Some people get medicated and those results are literally equal to the results of people who practice journaling on a daily basis and have that as a part of their daily routine yeah those are some in and outs of 2024 and i think that is everything don't forget to make a word for 2024 write some affirmations i really want to do the sticky note on the mirror thing of affirmations along with like the verses that they're connected to replace your negative thoughts with the truth with what the lord says about you and pray for to see yourself as the way that the lord sees you remember that nothing negative comes from god god only fills your heart your mind with positive things he is love thank you for listening and happy new year make 2024 your year apply the things you learned from 2023 talk to you next time